0: Welcome to I'm So Obsessed, where we talk with actors, artists, and creators about their work, career, and current obsession. I'm your host, Patrick Holland, and today my guest is Leslie Bibb. You know her best from films like Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby, Iron Man, Iron Man 2, as well as from series like What If?, ER, The League, and Jupiter's Legacy. Her latest role is as Satan in the new Netflix series, God's Favorite Idiot. The show was created by Ben Falcone and stars him and his wife, Melissa McCarthy. The premise is simple. A regular guy is struck by lightning, which causes his body to glow. Unbeknownst to him, he was chosen as God's messenger to prevent the apocalypse. He now has to balance his new divinity along with his duties as an office worker and a new romance. Take a listen to part of the trailer for God's Favorite Idiot. What the? Clark was glowing.
1: You? have been chosen
0: by God to help the world. Oh, no, really? I was afraid he was gonna say something like this. That's I was right. really Thank nervous you. about exactly this. She's here. Who's here? Satan. Um, so I wanna talk about God's favorite idiot. Um, I got to see the first four episodes. um, So I guess half the series essentially. And because I don't want to spoil anything, how do you describe this to people who don't know about the show?
1: Um, It's a story about sort of a simple person being picked to save the world. And, and, um, And they pick Ben Falcone who's just sort of the everyman, you know? He's he's a very fair good person, but like he's he's just an everyman. It's it's I don't think he has all the answers. I don't think he has it all figured out, and God picks him to save the world and that's his task and then he partners with Melissa McCarthy's character who is definitely not the every woman. She's wild and loves her tequila and loves her men and loves her uh, rock and roll. And um, these two unlikely people end up having to save the world from the likes of me, who I play Satan. I think it feels like it's relatable right now. I feel like the world feels really, there's a lot going on and... And I, and I think that Ben did a really good job of not being like, if you are this or that, or if you're this religion or that religion, it's like, it's really about being kind to one another and being loving and patient and sort of what I, in my heart of hearts and my altruistic self, I think like, oh, if we all did that, we'd all get along and everything would be okay. You know, that's happening. Sort of set in like uh, an office comedy, (laughs) which is weird. They work at like the most boring, like you know, they have the most boring job, like at like this this office job, and um, so nobody's like, it's not like a superhero saving the world, you know, it's not like a Marvel movie, which I think is an interesting way to look like because you look at everybody and you're like, I, oh, I'm that person or I'm that person. I You can relate to somebody in that that thing and the task of trying to save the world.
0: I love that description, especially in light of recent events happening in our world. A lot of those are political oriented yeah. that there's like this hope. And even if um, Ben Falcone uh, plays, uh, I think his name is Clark is this character, but uh, Clark is, yeah, I think they describe him as like, you're simple, but um, sweet, and he does. He's like, no, I'm edgy. He's like, he's like, well, what are you doing this week? He's like, oh, I'm going to the sauna with my dad. It's like, exactly. You're simple. He's like, I am simple.
1: Yeah, he is simple, and it's okay. It's like in this world where like everything's like on a filter, and and let me show you how cool my life looks. Like I was, I'm in Los Angeles right now, and I'm doing this crazy thing in LA called walking, and I was walking through this one neighborhood, and houses weren't very fancy or whatever. And I looked and all the cars parked in these houses were very fancy cars. And I thought, oh, that's so interesting because it's about the image we present. And it's like, I was like, oh, so most people see you in LA. They don't see your house. They see the car you drive in. And I, and I just thought like, it just felt like a metaphor for this world of swiping right and swiping left and h- liking this and how many followers do you have? And it feels in this supernatural world, there's still something real about this, the simplicity of the simple guy trying to, the everyman, trying to do this very difficult task.
0: I would say, what does that mean exactly to save it? Which, um, But then he's also falling in love at the same time with, Melissa's character
1: I just I remember saying to Ben when when um they called me about this I just remember reading the scripts and when my my friend who um directed a lot of them Michael McDonald he sent it to me and he's like let me I just want to see if you'd be interested in this and he said you play Satan and I was like is this a joke? Like just like I don't even have to read it. Like Ben, Melissa, Satan, it's called God's Favorite. Like I'm in. And then I read it and I kept thinking, I was I would laugh out loud when I was reading the scripts, just like odd like truly laugh out loud. I just loved I loved the concept. I loved what it was saying, especially I think coming out of like a year of pandemic that was, you know, it was all of 2020. So we filmed this. I left for Australia the end of January, you know, or beginning of February, 2021. It just felt so unreal. You know, you had all of these like pendulums swinging one way and all of these extremes were happening and life and politics and la, 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 la. And there was something so um, clear about all of the scripts and about just being reminded that, you know, the sense of community and the sense of one and even like Satan, like when people are like, how do you approach playing Satan? And <laughs> I was like, you know, like it was longing for, you know, love and attention and the one who was always pick second And so I, you know, all about Eve in a way was also mm-hmm. something that felt very like clear to me. And I think, like, I thought like, if you have this person who's just sort of misguided, and she really wants friends. And I think like she really wants Amelie to like, I feel like she sees Melissa's character and she's like, I could get her. Oh my God, she'd be so much fun. We would have so much fun in the world. Like it's misguided, and she's not a you know, she's a she's a bad person. She'll do bad things, but um she's kind of fun if you don't make her <laughs> mad.
0: Between Satan and um Melissa's character having like beta blockers and vodka, it's like kind of insanity going to happen and also you have that line that uh, one of the first scenes you have with uh with Clark and Amelie um was like every year could be 2020.
1: 2020 felt like it felt like if somebody said it, it just felt like apocalyptic <laughs> and I was like oh yeah, it does feel like end of days. And I think like, yeah, it was going great for her. And then (laughs) God had to show up and try to ruin my grand plan. So, you know, the devil was like, Lucifer wasn't, he was an angel and he got cast out of heaven. And that always was so interesting to me. Like somebody who, it was like a Democrat who became a Republican or a Republican who became a Democrat. Like how the sides must look at the other one and be like, you've changed ideologically (laughs) you have changed you know I love um you know Lex Luthor from you know Superman Mm. I just I love what he did with that Lex Luthor he was funny and
0: Uh, you're talking like the Gene Hackman one right yeah he's kind of cool in a way
1: Gene Hackman was so vain too you know (laughs) with his wigs and and that vanity was always really interesting to me. And so that was like something I also really looked at. You know, it was like the kid who never got picked. He was smart and he was like, I do good and nobody f- picks me. Why is that? You know, and there was like an injustice to that, which I could like, if I could sink my teeth into that for, cause I always feel like you have to also make people laugh a little bit or else you're just, you know, that's why, that's why bad guys are fun. You know, you can get away with murder. I mean, I can throw hot dogs at Melissa. I mean, I threw, there was one thing, I literally threw a thing on hot dogs and just threw them at Melissa. They like whiz past her. And then I was like, I can't believe I just threw hot dogs at Melissa McCarthy and Ben Falcone.
0: Uh, there's a playfulness to Satan, but also there's, you have such a great physicality too, because the first time we see you as Satan is you're on a motorcycle and you pull up to a car and there's a toddler in the backseat and you flip the toddler, the bird, Exactly, and I was just like, what is going on? This is amazing. And I wonder if you could talk a little bit about filming that sequence and what it was like.
1: That little angel was so crying the whole time, and I just had to just give her the finger. Um, She was so sweet, that little baby. But, you know, I'm I'm not really very... I mean, I'm very maternal with dogs and stuff, but, like, babies, they're just not my thing. And so it always made me laugh, like, just somebody who would just, like, give the finger to, like, a beautiful... (laughs) It's so stupid. It's just stupid. It's, it's stupid, just so but it's stupid. so funny. I would always leave work every day, and I would I just felt so light because it would be so cathartic, and you could any sort of idea I had, they are like, yeah, go with it, yeah, don't with <laughs> go it, with yeah. it. You know, you just like you will just have a tantrum and then it, I don't know, it was really fun. and I also like she's very physical, like. I said to Ben and Melissa, I had just done this other Netflix show and, um, I played a superhero, like a literal superhero from like a comic book. And I said, I have done more stunts in this essentially like office comedy, uh, than I did wearing a cape in a super suit. I mean, I have flipped backwards. I'm doing sword work. I'm flying. I, I I was in, I like got out of quarantine and they had me in a harness hoisting me up into the air within like, I think 10 minutes of getting out of quarantine. And
0: I heard you in another interview say that you actually like being in a harness and doing that kind of wire work and stuff. What is the appeal to you about that?
1: It feels safe, which seems crazy, which is like, I don't know. I, I really love flying. It's just, I love fly. I love like jumping out of a plane and just this feeling like you're a bird or something. So that's when somebody hoists me into the air and I'm like, sort of, st- they would hoist me into the air and they're like, do you want to come down? I was like, no, just leave me up here. <laughs> I was literally I could like, look out. I could see the sea. I was like, I could see the tops. There were birds everywhere. It's. I, I mean, I'm sure because I don't have a penis and testicles, it's probably much more comfortable when I'm in a harness, but I just find it like, very comforting it's very strange so I was in a harness a lot and I flew a lot and they had me pretty high on this I was much higher than I ever was in um, Jupiter's Legacy and I did the stunt guys we had this incredible Australian stunt coordinator and team and they really taught me like I learned how to do this flip where I got jerked back and I just knew it would save time if I learned how to do it and I thought, I can do it. And I learned how to flip backwards holding the sword. And I was holding, it's it so crazy, but I, you literally see it and like, it's like episode like seven, maybe I think. And, and you, you see me and then I catch in the air and it's so funny. <laughs>
0: Okay, so Leslie, the name of our podcast is called I'm So Obsessed. What are you currently obsessed with?
1: Right now, my obsession, I can really go down a rabbit hole. I mean, I love dogs, so I can go down a real rabbit hole of watching on Instagram anything to do with German Shepherds. Oh Really, it's German Shepherds because I have a German Shepherd or we have a German Shepherd. Just dogs or even like I saw like these pit bulls like love nibbling a cat, like cats and dogs together. It's very G-rated, that obsession.
0: And I got to admit that I've, I'm uh, getting ready to adopt a pet. And so I've been watching a lot of videos where it's like the cats, the dogs.
1: What are you going to adopt?
0: Probably a cat just because I don't have a yard right now. And But uh, I am so, I haven't had a pet in a long time. So I'm so excited. And, there's, and they're, they're kind of like dating websites a little bit. They'll tell you a little bit about the cat or the dog, their name, who likes cuddles and treat time, but can be a little sassy when he's hungry or she's hungry, you know, whatever. You're like, oh my God, this is... Feel like I' I'm getting to know somebody <laughs> for my cat.
1: I'm really obsessed with dogs, and I'm also obsessed with like I always say to Sammy, I was like, we have to get a cat, but it has to be a cat that loves dog. Like I just literally, there's a video I, I just look at. It. Wait, I'll show it to you right now. Please do, please do. It's,
0: the <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a cat being <laughs> licked by two dogs. Oh my goodness
1: a cat it couldn't be happier because I was reading our dog does that every morning he jumps up on the bed with us and he crawls up on Sam and Sam has a mustache right now and he there's corn cobs Sam's mustache (laughs) and corn cobs Sam and um I was reading somewhere that um it's something that it's like you know when a cat needs it's like a very comforting thing that they do so that's why that cat's not he's like oh it's a it's like love it means that those dogs are happy and the cat i i think i like it when people feel safe it's like the harness. like i just feel it feels like a little cocoon it's kind of the way i feel like when i'm at home with sam and my and our dog i just feel like it it feels i like that feeling of being safe and cozy like that.
0: What's your dog's name?
1: Gus, after Lonesome Dove, Robert Duvall. <laughs> yes. It's August- yes. Augustus McCrae. So um, yeah, we named him Gus. We picked the name ages ago. And then we had another, our beloved Sadie, who was our other German shepherd, she passed away. And I knew it was coming. I, I could tell she was, you, you just, I had a sense of it. And I was like, we have to get a puppy to annoy her into living longer. And we got like an extra six months out of her. I love, I don't know. I love, I love animals so much.
0: Well, I want to ask you too, cause I read somewhere that you attended an all girls Catholic high school. What do you think high school version of you would think of adult version of you playing Satan?
1: I mean, I'm not Catholic. So I was always like, I like to color outside the lines. I loved Catholics. I loved my school. Um, I also love the fact that I would go if you were Catholic, you could go to confession and the priest would come in and they would set up like a thing in the, in, in our school. So you could go to confession. And I'd always go to confession and you would sit in the screen and the priest would be on the other side. And I would always throw around the screen and go, can I just talk to you, George? <laughs> yeah, because the screen is so weird. And then we just sit and I'd always have these great conversations with, I mean, I know there's a lot of things where, priests aren't great but like I, to me all of the like nuns that we had were so wonderful and and the priests that would kind of, like I, I had a very good experience and it's also something I love about like Judaism I love like satyrs and and whenever my friends invite me to a seder or any like holiday I love the the I love the ritual and the tradition and that, I love that part of religion. I my high school self would be like, yeah, it makes sense. It would I mean I was a good kid, but I was a little mischievous. So I remember one year all my girlfriends we were like decided, we were like, let's steal, let's steal people's Christmas trees. Christmas wreaths. And usually it was some boy that had wronged us or some girl who was mean to us. And we'd go to their house and we would steal their Christmas tree in the front door. And then we had We had a trunk filled with Christmas trees. We thought it was the funniest thing. And my mother, I remember I brought her home. We all brought our mother's home Christmas trees. And I remember my mom, the Christmas wreath I brought her. She's like, this wreath is incredible. I was like, oh yeah, I got it from like, I just said like some like, I don't know, like Joanne's fabrics or like some like thing. They never, I mean, this wreath was fancy. And and my mom, after I graduated high school, she'd still put the same wreath up. And I was like, mom, you know, that's stolen. She's like, what? And I was like, oh yeah, we stole it. We stole that wreath. But that feels a little like Satan, you know, I'm sure someone woke up and was like, who stole that wreath?
0: (laughs) I got to ask about Christine Everhart because I feel like this is a role you did in the first Iron Man and she keeps on coming back. She was in What If? Could you have imagined when you auditioned originally for that role that you'd still be playing her in 2022?
1: I remember I almost didn't go in and audition for it. I was shooting this movie at the time and they sent it. And I was like, I don't know. What is this? Like Iron Man? What is like, cause they, it was the first, they, those movies weren't what they were. And the guy was like, just go. My a manager at the time was like, just go. You have to do it. And then I remember when we were filming it, I remember Favreau said, I feel like I am shooting the biggest, the most expensive independent film in the history of the world. Because it did feel like, you know, because you were sort of uncharted, it was uncharted waters. And Robert was so wonderful and so great. It was just, it was great.
0: So I like to do a thing called pick one and this will completely wrap it up. Okay. First thing I have is North Dakota or Virginia. Pick one.
1: Virginia. I'm not really from North Dakota. <laughs> I was just born there. Just born there. For the record, I'm a Virginia
0: girl. Glad we be cleared up on our show. All right. Next one. Pick one. ER, Crossing Jordan, or the league?
1: Well, they're so different. You just gave me like apples and oranges. I would go with ER just because... I was excited to be a part of a show that was so, I'd never, you know, to be a part of like a show that was very like a part of like television history or like of all television history. And um, those terrifying, they had these things, these terrifying wonders where you would, that were like these tracking wonder shots that I was always at the end of them. And I was always paralyzed with fear that I would fuck up the way some, disorder i had to say you know because everybody had to do it and all the way down um yeah i weirdly I, i think er i mean i love all of them but i think er was really like was really fun to be a part of that show
0: okay this one is the last one and this might be the hardest so pick one sam rockwell in vice or sam rockwell in moon or sam rockwell in three billboards outside ebbing missouri
1: sam rockwell any day of the week is what I always <laughs> Fair
0: enough.
1: Um, mine is Sam Rockwell and Moon um, because I always say my, it's because when Sam and I, we fell in love when he was shooting Moon. Wow. So we just started dating dating in October and then he went to London and filmed Moon. So it's very like my, um, like a love story to me. So I just, I love it. And I also love Moon Sam. I always go, I always say to Sam. <laughs> I love Moon Sam. Moon Sam is one of my favorites.
0: I've not had the privilege of meeting your, your partner. Maybe one day I will, but he seems like I, it would be. Um, I want to throw it back to you, though. Uh, we talked about a lot of things, especially with uh, God's Favorite Idiot. Is there anything you want to yeah. bring up or clarify that we didn't get to talk about?
1: I, I, I'm really, I mean, personally, I'm really, I, I really like the work I did. So my character comes in like episode four through eight. And I hope people stay because I think you'll have a good time with Satan. She's really fun, and she's wickedly delicious.
0: Yeah, I think the PR person who sent this said, the show follows a mid-level tech employee who finds love and at the same time becomes the unwitting messenger of God. There's roller skating, a lake of fire, an impending apocalypse, and best of all, Leslie plays Satan. And I have to say, (laughs) it lives up to that billing. So congrats on this, and it was really nice talking to you, Leslie. Thank you so
1: much. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye.
0: I want to thank Leslie for chatting with me, and I want to thank you for listening. God's Favorite Idiot is now streaming on Netflix. I'm So Obsessed was created by our executive producer, Daniel Ramirez. Our editor and lead producer is Sophia Fox-Sowell. And this episode was produced by Rebecca Fleener. Please take a moment and subscribe to I'm So Obsessed on your favorite podcast app. Heck, follow the show on Twitter at I'm So Obsessed Pod. And until next time, take care.